This is the Powerful Practitioner Podcast, and I'm your host, Paige Kane. Whether you're an intuitive coach, energy healer, psychic reader, or simply an at-home alchemist, you are welcome here. Inside of this podcast, you'll attune to the spiritual practices, principles, and insights that will bring you instantaneous magnetism, life-changing internal shifts, and of course, massive soul growth. Yes, your intuition led you here. Now let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Powerful Practitioner Podcast. I'm Paige. I'm your host. I am a shaman, a psychic, intuitive medium, a vulva, a spiritual mentor. And I'm really excited to be putting on a different hat for all of you today. So for those of you who may not know, I have been a business owner since 2018, I believe is when Feed Your Intuition was founded. And in running a business comes with a lot of very ambitious goal setting and going after your desires and manifestation and all those things. So we are going to be talking about my personal process around setting goals for myself, around how I stay disciplined in the pursuit of my goals, while also very, very importantly, listening to my mind, my emotions, and my body, and then tools that I use to kind of stay on track and keep moving towards the things that I really want. I think this is going to be such a beautiful, beautiful episode. I know when I hear about other people's manifestation processes or how they set intentions or how they work towards their goals, it can just open up so many new ideas as to how things can take place and how things can happen. And my hope is that this that this inspires you. In all honesty, that is my biggest desire and intention is to give you insight and that I truly hope you gain something that builds momentum towards whatever you are working to this year or working towards this year. So to provide you with some more background and some more context, and I think this is really important for us as practitioners, if you're a coach, a mentor of any kind, story and context is so powerful because it's going to create belief and belief is going to inspire action, which is why I'm sharing this with all of you. So since running Feed Your Intuition in 2018, we have experienced revenue growth every single year. In fact, we're about to cross over pretty soon. I need to look at my numbers. We're about to cross over a really big lifetime revenue goal of mine. Maybe we'll do a celebration together on the podcast at some point. And in the last year alone, I was able to recently, within the last six weeks, really reflect on how 2022 went for me. I looked at what I was manifesting inside of one of the manifestation programs that I do where I receive support. And I realized that a large amount of my goals came through, sometimes even down to a timeline date, which was absolutely phenomenal. Anything from, and these were goals all over the board, not just in business. I hit an average monthly revenue goal, 
that I wanted to maintain for the entire year. So I accomplished that. And that was really, really big for me. I also accomplished some major health goals with finding some infrared sauna, cold plunge, salt, they call it salt box, um, float, (laughs) float sessions for an absolutely incredible price. I also manifested getting back into yoga, how many times per month I'm doing that. I'm starting to hit those goals really consistently, even some absolutely wild goals I set for number of one-on-one clients signed throughout the year. And even at specific dates in which I desired to have these clients come in, they did. So all of this to say that I'm really excited to bring you the how, the how behind how I did all of these things to share again in my goal setting process. How do I set goals for myself? Talking about staying disciplined. Yes, it's not the sexiest word, but talking about how I stay consistent while also listening to my brain, my emotions, and my body. And then what tools do I utilize to stay on track for myself? Now, before we get into it, I want to remind you that this month, not on this episode, very soon, we are going to pick a giveaway winner for the podcast. Yes, you can win a 30-minute one-on-one reading with me. So how can you enter our absolutely magical giveaway? All you need to do is leave a rating and review on iTunes. You rate and review or on Spotify, you can leave a rating and DM me at its page Kane. It'll be linked in the show notes or support at feedyourintuition.com. You can email in your screenshot in order to be entered into the giveaway. And we're going to pick a winner for February. And and don't worry, we're also going to pick a winner for March. So two opportunities to win a 30-minute reading with me and an opportunity to receive some massive intuitive insight about what the next four months have in store for you. So rate, review if you need, screenshot, and you will be entered into the giveaway. Okay. Now let's get into the episode. So how do I set goals, set intentions, map out my desires, manifest? All of these words I just said are interchangeable. So you pick the languaging that feels the best for you. So how do I set goals for myself? Before we really dive into it, I want to say again that this is what has worked really well for me. As always, you have your own energetic sovereignty. So take what's feel, what feels supportive, what feels nourishing for you, and please, please, please leave the rest. There's a few things that I like to consider when doing this style of work that have been really, really helpful for me for when I am going after and setting my goals. So I consider certain aspects of my human design and astrology charts I also consider when I'm like getting ready to goal set, where is my physical health? And as some of you may or may not know, in the last year, I have been working through quite a few health conditions. So I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. I also have adrenal insufficiency. So I do not produce by any means the regular amount of cortisol that a normal human being with 
great adrenals would have, which means I often feel exhaustion and I often feel tired. And I do have to be really, really careful with my physical energy levels. And and then just so you know, this can also have mental and emotional effects as well. So before you even set your goals, I think it's important to really know yourself as much as possible. And for me, this is through things like human design, through astrology, through where is my physical, mental, and emotional health. And just to give an example on how some of these I incorporate, you're like, Paige, how do you even incorporate these into goal setting? Let me give you some examples. So for the first thing, I'm a generator in human design. And as a generator, we are waiting to respond, which is for me, a gut check on whether or not I can pour energy into something. So that is a huge consideration before I write any of my goals down. Do I know what I may or may not be able to pour energy into? I'm also a cancer moon, so I take moon cycles into effect, especially doing some bigger work for myself personally when the moon is in cancer. So these are just little energetic things that feel really resonant for me that I just take into consideration and into my goal setting process. So take a moment to know you. Take a moment to know yourself and your personal energetics. And this can be totally messy, like a brain dump. Like, what do I know about my human design? What stands out for me there? What stands out for me in my personal astrology that I know may or may not affect me in my day-to-day life? How is or what do I know about my mental and emotional well-being as well as my physical well-being? And then a great thing to also take note of here is what are my values? What are my really big beliefs? And this part can be really, really abstract. Again, brain dump this information, brain dump what you need to see in front of you and take into consideration about who you uniquely are. These are your energetics, which means this is the energy that's swirling around you by all of these things that make up who you are. What do you need to take into consideration before even setting goals? And then as you know, we've talked about or I've hinted at slow living and simplicity and slowing down a lot on the podcast, especially with moving through some physical health things. This has just been a big lesson and something even after and beyond my healing process, I want to continue to really focus on my life. This is a massive life change for me. So as someone who wants to move more slowly, as someone who is craving presence, as someone who wants simplicity, I write down goals or intentions from the less is more approach. Okay, Paige, so what does that mean? So I like to work with a few domino goals. Domino goals. There we go. (laughs) This is like picking up a handful of goals. And when I say a handful, I really seriously mean for me personally, no more than five major things that I'm working on. Often, this is like three big things. And as I hit these big things, 
a lot of the little things underneath will be taken care of. So if you're someone who maybe like overshoots your goals a lot, and this this fucking happened to me so much in the beginning of building my business, I just had such outlandish expectations and no and no sense of like reality. My goals weren't originally grounded in reality and then expanded upon from there, which is a whole nother energy dynamic we can talk about another time. But if you are someone who feels like you keep overshooting your goals, and what I mean is you keep overshooting the amount of time that these things are going to take, I would maybe really think about simplifying. Doing a less is more approach may feel really, really powerful for you. And then I want you to take into consideration, and I know I've mentioned this on a podcast before, but it absolutely bears repeating, is believability. Do I believe that this can happen for me within this year? Within this year, do I believe that? I love using a one to 10 scale with one being like, I don't believe this at all. 10 being like, this could happen to me tomorrow. And anything below a six maybe needs to be reworked. Even a six might need to be a little bit reworked, rephrased. Is there an intermediary goal that you can hit first and build up, build the ladder up from there? So all of this to say, keep it simple, keep it meaningful, and keep it believable. Those are the biggest things. Ooh, and then the last thing I want to talk about is if you're someone who feels like you are getting disappointed by your goal timelines, as in when you actually reach something, when something actually manifests, you felt like it took way longer than you would have expected or anticipated, please start to observe your patterns. Are you off consistently by a few months, by a year? For me, I... I realized that my timelines were consistently much shorter than the time I actually needed in order to honor my my physical health, my physical body. And as soon as I gave myself more space, I set myself up for less disappointment and then was able to see the solutions and the pathways to receive, obtain the things I want a lot easier. Just put me in a more neutral, calm, paced place. Okay, so you've set your goals. You have done that work around really knowing yourself, what's important, what things you should consider before even setting your goals. Maybe you've now used the less is more approach. You've written your goals down. You're ready and you're about ready to take action And you're wondering how do you stay disciplined in the pursuit of your goals while also honoring your energetics, how your brain might be feeling, how your body might be feeling, where your emotions are. And I want to say that I'm really going to speak to this from personal experience, but again, letting my personal experience bring you ideas and inspiration and the first thing I do to, sit, to stay consistent in the pursuit of what I want is structure. Yes, it's not sexy, but it's great. <laughs> so for me, this happens in the form of to-do lists. I have a lot of to-do lists. Anything that's like, what do I want to get done? Big projects for the month down to what's the one project I can take onto this week down to what do I need to do today? 
I am a big fan of whiteboards where you can really see things. I have a small whiteboard that I erase and use day to day. I have a bigger whiteboard for some of my, the breakdown of some of my bigger projects. And then we have a chalkboard for day to day tasks that have nothing to do with business, just things that we have going on that week. So for me, a lot of structure. I need a lot of lists. I need to be able to see both the big and the small picture. And when you can do that as a business owner, like, damn, that's, yeah, you're in a good place. So be able to see the bigger timeline. And then each task that's going to add up to that big project is gold. So this might may mean that you need to take time to sit and plan out the step-by-step or the things you need to work on every every quarter, every month, every week to hit your big goals. Non-negotiables are also a really big thing for me. And one of those non-negotiables is actually taking care of my health. Yes, it is that important to achieving the things that I want. So every week I plug in my infrared sauna time, my cold plunge time, my float box time. So when I go floating, I plug in my workouts if possible. For There's a couple days where I don't schedule workouts in necessarily. I plug in the days I'm doing yoga. Just all of my non-negotiables go immediately into my calendar. They just go in my calendar. And those things take big priority for me because if I'm not feeling well, it's going to be harder for me to do literally everything else. And I can't tell you how many times I get out of a float, a sauna session, a yoga class, and have a client inquiry. It, it happens all the time, but that's because it is an energetic standard that I have set for myself that when I take care of me, magical things get to happen in my life. It's, it's a belief that I have. So please set up non-negotiable things that are going to support you, that are going to be helpful in honoring where your body, mind, emotions are in the pursuit of the things that you want. So structure, discipline, non-negotiables, boundaries, all of these words really big in my goal setting practice and in pursuit of getting the things that I want. And last year, this really became a thing is when I'm having an off day, I'm having an off day and I don't force progress. I really don't force progress because taking the day off or taking the time I need to do a meditation, to ground, to listen to a hypnosis, to do some RRT, whatever it is that I choose to do, to receive an energy healing session, to go get acupuncture, to get a massage. When I take the moment to give myself an energetic, a nervous system, a body reset, and then reconnect to my purpose and my vision and then step back into whatever I was doing, working towards whatever goal, that is going to be more powerful than if I just forced my way through something. Now, I want to briefly interrupt this episode to let you know that applications are now open for our 30-hour certification program, which is, of course, the one and only intuition and energetics certification. This is the program where you will learn the intuition and energy tools for your spiritual healing journey, your business growth, and of course, 
to hold massively supportive spaces for your clients. This program focuses specifically on energy reading and healing work with an emphasis on energetic hygiene, understanding your intuition and other best practices and modalities for holding clear, unencumbered space for yourself and for your clients. Click the link in the show notes to apply early for the intuition and energetics certification program. Okay, now back to the episode. As promised, the last thing we're going to be talking about today on today's episode is the tools that I utilize to stay on track. And we are talking about energy tools. So things like meditation, energy work, hypnosis, etc. These are really the things that allow me to hold the space for the nitty gritty tasks, the everyday things that I need to get done in order to pursue all of the things that I desire. So the first thing is I run my energy every single day. So I do a self-guided energy work practice, a non-negotiable practice every single day. This is a grounding practice. This is a full light body activation. And it is now available for all, for all of you in our new free resource library called The Intuition Space, which I am so, so, so excited to share with all of you. It's going to be linked in the show notes, but I, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I ground myself and do energy work on myself daily. And it, and it might be a small practice like running my energy and it may be something larger. I also allow myself to receive support in the personal growth space. So I receive support from other healers. I study the art of manifestation. I trust other experts in my field and I do their work and I'm constantly learning from them. I'm letting their platforms, their courses support me as well. So I'm not just someone who talks about this stuff. I am an active consumer in all of this and an active participant. So I am doing this work as well. So figure out the things and the modalities you're called to. Do you love Reiki? Do you want to see a shaman like me? Do you want to be in a course on manifestation? Do you want to receive hypnosis? Make this a part of your goal-getting support system. That was kind of cheesy, but I loved it. And I wrote this down again. I think this is a really, really big thing I want to get across is when I'm feeling activated, overwhelmed, or if I have big feelings, I stop what I'm doing and I turn to energetic work. This could be a bath. This could be hypnosis. This could be going to the sauna. I give myself the break and then I step back in. And that's the key. Give yourself the break and then reinitiate. And sometimes this reinitiation might just be deciding one thing on my to-do list for tomorrow. It might be getting one last little task done that's going to get me over the hump of whatever I was feeling. But again, give, give yourself, like, take a step back. There, there doesn't need to be, nothing needs to be forced or feeling yucky as you pursue your goals. And I know I've talked a lot of, talked about a lot of things on here that are like self-care things that yes, do cost money. But some things that you can do to re-regulate, to step back into your body could be as simple as 
dancing, as shaking it out, as going for a walk in nature, and laying on the floor (laughs) and just connecting to the earth. I did this a ton in shaman school. It can be as easy as taking a nap. It could be reading a book or listening to your favorite podcast like this to give yourself just a mental break. I really want to emphasize here to, again, keep your goals simple, keep your goals believable, and set yourself up in a way where you can step back as your mind, as your body tells you to, as your heart wants you to, so you can fill yourself up, fill up your cup. Put on your oxygen mask first before stepping back in and pursuing all of these things. And then when you do step in, step back in to whatever work you are trying to get done to move you towards the next rung on the ladder to the next thing, remember to take it one easy step, easy, doable, believable step at a time. And I think that's really how I've, it's how I've gotten myself. Words are hard today. You should have seen me recording this. (laughs) That's how I've gotten to where I am today is, is this gentleness, but a gentleness that doesn't take away from what I really want. A gentleness that allows me to ebb and flow in and out of my desires because my desires are strong. I'm an ambitious Capricorn but I also have really learned the lesson of what it's like to go, 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 hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind all of the time. So this capstellium with a lot of cancer says that, yes, you can pursue things, but yes, you can make space for your very human, very of this earth needs to step back in. And when you step back in, do it slowly, one step at a time, because those things are cumulative they're all going to add up. One of my biggest beliefs I love to lend to my clients who are business owners is that business, the things you do in your business are all cumulative. They're all adding to the snowball as it rolls down the hill and gets larger and larger and larger, collecting snow. Everything you do, every act you take towards your goals, including those rebellious acts of self-care, are adding up to your snowball and making it bigger and bigger, if that makes sense. All right, we made it to the end of the podcast together and I hope you got so much out of this episode. I hope you love the content. And as a reminder, leave a rating and a review if you love the episode, I'd be so grateful. That's how we get the word out about the magic of this podcast. If you are listening right now, take a screenshot, share, share and tell me your biggest takeaway so I can make more content, maybe expanding on topics like these. If this is something that you enjoyed, share on your Instagram stories. And for now, gosh, I'm feeling silly at the end of this episode. For now, I'll see you inside of the next episode. I'm wishing you so much magic. Goodbye. (music) 